Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Runaways? Now that Jonah's been defeated, where do we go from here? Can Carolina forgive Nico for what she did? And what school is Gert trying to get into? We're going to talk all about it, and we have a very special guest from Pride joining us tonight. Let's get to it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz are y'all ready for this? Episode 7 was crazy. Yes. It was insane. Ugh. So let's dive right into it. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan, and I have an amazing panel with me today. We got Shay Jones in the house. Hey, guys. We got Megan Lynn. Hello, hello. And we have the beautiful, the talented, the effervescent, Ever Carradine. Yay! Whoa! I like that, effervescent. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right? what nice I did. What you meant to say. I, I, like puns, <laughs> no, I did the same thing with Greg yesterday. I said sulking, and I wasn't even paying attention. No. Yeah, Greg <laughs> like, sulking. Really no, it was he magic. never sulked. <laughs> his character sulked. Yeah, his character. Yeah. Well, we are so excited for you to be with us today. Like, we have so much to talk about in these two episodes. So, we got to get to our initial thoughts. Okay. Well, but first, let's get to your initial thoughts, because Janet's role has been definitely been expanded this season. Mm-hmm. So, how is this different from season one for you and obviously you have the amazing James Marster as you know your husband (laughs) well I mean I think the thing that happens this season is like Janet gets to show her stuff a little bit and that happens conveniently because that happens because her husband's in the box and so once he's hidden then she gets Mm -hmm. to sort of come out and shine and Mm -hmm. I love those scenes like with pride where Janet gets to kind of be smart and surprise Tina especially like Uh, she's the one I really like to kind of surprise yeah and then you're constantly also undermined by jonah too yes you know which is so frustrating as yeah well. but she stands up to him you exactly. know which i like and i love how you're like sneaky i'm like oh yeah yeah jonah just yeah what? nothing to see here i'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just making cookies you know, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go into his coma and you know alone yep. just to spill some tea oh no know? i love I'll that that was good <laughs> that was fun well we got a lot to talk about but we've got to talk about first the showdown. The showdown at the dig site. Yes. This is where basically the Pride teamed up with the with the runaways, even though they didn't plan that. But it actually <laughs> ended up working out. So what did you guys think of this whole plan that turned out? Because Jeffrey was captured, so they used him to get into the dig site. It was awesome. I legit, at the, for most of this episode, like for episode seven, I wrote down quotes. Like my favorite quotes from what everybody said. That's what I took away a lot from the episode. Nico coming out of the tornado is everything I want to be in life. It was wasn't it amazing. I want to do that. So if yeah. there's a way to recreate that for like as a Hulu or Marvel could do that to give that to the public, please help us out with that one. That would be awesome. Just like relive that moment. Yeah, it was incredible. over and over again. It, it was awesome. And like for me, you know, that was a really arduous episode to shoot. It was six straight days of night shoots downtown, which means you get to work at like five and then you leave it six or seven whenever the sun comes up in the morning and a lot of us have kids and so you get home at six and your kids like what's for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) so it was just really great to watch that episode and see that it all 
worked visually mm-hmm. and emotionally and I th- really I thought that was such an emotionally impactful scene I loved it yeah it and was. like we're at the middle of the season yeah. so like I'm thinking oh my gosh like this is there's so much build up in that particular episode yeah. episode 7 and mm-hmm. finally to see how it played out it was like literally what I said earlier where do we go from here right. so but much like to- you couldn't have asked for more too exactly. you know? like everything I wanted to happen Jaws, like is happening Jaws yeah. dropped yeah. and I think we really saw the lines blur of who's on what side because it's been couples pitted against yep. each other couples pitted against each other within the couples and now we have Jeffrey kind of joining the runaways right which I thought was really interesting because I think from the beginning of season one he was sort of painted out as a leader of the group just mm-hmm. because he's this like big tough guy but to see his like Little son Alex, take him away and bring him along for the run. As he said, bring your kid to work day. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Because yes, right. <laughs> like, I thought you were watching How to Train a Dragon too. Oh no, I snuck into a hacking seminar here and just you know figured out how to check phone. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. kid stuff, kid stuff. Sure. And everybody, everybody else is just like, yeah, Alex. And his dad's kind of like, who are you? <laughs> so good. There's, it's so good. You know, it just takes a uh, you know years of parents sacrificing young children to finally understand <laughs> who your kids are. I right? honestly, like in real life, I can't wait till my kids are old enough to help me with my computer and my phone. <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> counting down the minutes. Because <laughs> this is what they're yeah. It's kind of like very telling of the times. Because this is what the kids are growing up with. They're growing yes. with growing up with social media. They're growing up with technology. So mm-hmm. and also like it's so cool for me to see, because I grew up with the Runaways, the actual comics, seeing the comics um, being translated into this day and age, because it's completely different, and it's really expanding, fleshing out everything, so yeah. it's really cool. Um, so, it was a very productive episode, I'll say, because the ship's destroyed, I think, hopefully, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Ever's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like an organic material, everyone worked together so flawlessly, the Yorks, you know, the Steins, yep. And of course, the MVP, Nico Minoru, yes. who kind of, unbeknownst <laughs> to uh, Carolina, killed uh, our boy Jonah. But it wasn't unbeknownst; she saw it happen. She just couldn't yeah, stop she it. Wasn't, she wasn't expecting it. But I'm sorry if you knock me down, and I have the recurring thing of you killed my sister in my head. I don't know what you was expecting to happen, Jonah. Today, like if you, if you thought you were coming out alive, <laughs> it mm. wasn't happening. <laughs> I think it was bound to happen, but I think it was a rash decision because something I've always considered once we found out what Carolina was is if she doesn't have this home base and whatever energy she's receiving from it, is she going to die early on? Oh, that's a that very, very interesting true. question. Yeah. I mean, technically, I think she could also die naturally. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to, like, take on another's life, so she ch- chooses not to. Because that's, uh, that's like, I'm skipping the episode eight a little bit, but mm-hmm. technically, he could have died, and it would have been fine, but he possessed somebody and took their own energy this is my favorite this is what we do at work and we talk to the writers and we're like so you know is x y and z means this and they're like no (laughs) (laughs) we're just like trying to claw our way through what's happening and they're like no you you're not smarter than us and you don't have all the answers and that's what's the fun part about the show that's why it's so fun to talk about because there are so many theories there are so many layers of grayness that we get to debate with one another and even if like we think each you know, I feel like even though I might think Shay's wrong, for example, but she still has it. <laughs> I know who's Shay. Why am I, why am I the sacrificial lamb for y'all people? It's fine. No, but mm-hmm. it's cool because I, even though I think you're wrong, I still see that you're making valid points because everyone has a motivation. Everyone is doing things and making sacrifices for their, their loved ones, basically. And that's sort of what happens this year, I feel like, is it's not black and white. Like, the first season, it was very evident that Pride was doing bad things and the Runaways are good kids trying to do the right thing. And this season, everybody is 
doing something. <laughs> Except for Janet. <laughs> <laughs> or so so far we know, you know. I'm I'm sticking on seven and eight. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything about anything. I feel like um, Catherine and Tina have always been painted out kind of as the HBICs, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like Janet's always been in that position, really, because they're so hung up on the power aspect of it. Yes. And I love their power struggle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Janet and Tina have their own weird stuff because of the Robert thing yes. in season one. So that's always sort of in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're showing your power with your brains and your intellect, whereas mm-hmm. the other ones are just actually killing people, like yeah. Graciela, R.I.P. Yep. You know? <laughs> right. Just R.I.P. Oh, poor Graciela. <laughs> so so, I was still upset about that. I'm just like, you couldn't just make her sleep, Mm-mm. choke her out. Mm-mm. I mean, well, not choke her out, choke her out, but just like in a non-dead way. <laughs> she had to go. Apparently, everybody has to go. Yeah. Apparently, the show Darius, Graciela, just... It just shows that, like, no matter what, there's always going to be a sacrifice. Even if we think Pride's going to be over, there's still going to be a sacrifice. Carolina, it's like for the greater good. Nico did that for the greater good of her family, which are the other kids, even though that really hurt Carolina, and she felt betrayed. And we learn about Jonah's past and how he is kind of becoming, like, he's uses host bodies, basically, from goes body and body, and that's how he met uh, um, Leslie's dad. And Oh my gosh, this made me humanize or maybe alienize a little bit more with Jonah. I like alienize. That's <laughs> alienize. Yeah. I'm going to go with, with alienize. Oh my gosh. Basically, Carolina discovers in episode eight that Jonah was making all those sacrifices so his daughter would remember who he is. And that made me feel really like he loved Carolina so much. He wanted mm-hmm. to continue. I know he killed a bunch Wait, of kids. He was but... doing well, it, it so that it he be... would stay alive long enough. See, yes. this is also what happens on the show. Like, we're not allowed to talk about it while we're doing it, so mm-hmm. I've suppressed any memory of the things that happen on the show. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be able to stay alive long enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and on the flip side of that, he was going to leave her there to die. Not just, necessarily. Just, just he saying. wanted her to. He wanted her to stay alive, though. True. What I will say about both episodes, I love because we talk about sacrifice and life. Is literally about sacrifices. Sacrifice our parents make for us. Sacrifices we make for whatever career we're choosing or whatever relationship we're in. Like I think the big theme between both these episodes is the word sacrifice and how we all, as humans, make them. We call it a compromise, maybe, but it's a sacrifice. Sacrificing one thing for another person we love is kind of you know human DNA. And and making hard decisions like not doing necessarily what everyone else thinks is the right thing, but mm-hmm. doing the thing that you think is right thing. I, don't know. I didn't see Nico doing that. I was like, that's never going to happen. happen. Yeah. And that's when little like, Lyrica on the thing flying through the sky. I was like, that was incredible. I'm not as upset with Carolina about how she feels because it's how she feels, but at the same time, she you you told her, your, do- your dad killed my sister, so now which one is worse? Right. Mm-hmm. It, it literally has to come down to those two things. Like, which one are you going to forgive? Because you you made me forgive you for telling me you telling me the truth that your dad killed my sister, and now I killed your dad. So now, mm-hmm. which one is it's worse? tricky stuff being yeah. a runaway? Well, the reason right? I feel like the lies and the deceit and the murder keep going on is because we're running on this concept of an eye for an eye, and that's got to catch up with them eventually. Right. You can't keep killing people because they find something out, and you can't Definitely keep keeping like secrets wilders, from each right? other. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why the um, Pride and the Runaways are never fully on the same page, never able to 
completely accomplish what they want to without some sort of mess because they can't get on the same page. There's always lies between them. Mm -hmm. No, that's really well said. And so now that Jonah is dead at this point, we have this this question of where do we go from here? You know, pride's like, is pride done? Is, what about the runaways? You know, Gert's over here trying to get college applications and you really have to start (laughs) thinking about your future. Are we going to continue running away? So what did you guys think about Gert, especially in this episode with her and Chase? She just, she's thinking about her life and what she wants to do now that pride is seemingly over, done? I I think that's a good idea because you're, you're still 16, 17. You have to finish, you know, high school you want to go to college you want to kind of put the bad things that happen in the recess of your mind and look forward chase getting mad about it i'm like didn't you just say the same thing to alex like what were your plans gonna be you just you just happen to find out about mine but what were your plans like i think there should be a flip side to that coin he's throwing at her though too mm-hmm. but without um sort of proving all of their parents guilty they have to live with like the burden of keeping that a secret and i feel like even if it's not multiple murders over the course of many years, there's all there's always a point when you find out that your parents don't have it all together, right? And that they're not 100 percent in control, and that's really scary. And I don't know how they could ever go back to living in the same homes and functioning the way they did. That's what I kept thinking about this season. I was like, if you know they do come home, like how does everybody just like have breakfast and carpool? And mm-hmm. I don't understand. It's it's. We're going to burn it. We're gonna, <laughs> I've seen a lot. And just basic high school drama. Like, I would not want to go back and deal with Eiffel or any of the drama. Do you drop. love Eiffel I, so I want much. more of her. I want no, more of her. I know. She's like, the, whenever Eiffel's there, I'm like, just don't laugh. And like, you can see <laughs> sometimes in scenes, Annie and I, if Annie and I make co- eye contact, it's over. Brittany also. We just like <laughs> do like a lot of this. She's like a spirit animal. The kind of like you don't want, like you wish you didn't have an Eiffel at your school because you're watching on TV. Like, yes, I need more. Everyone's had an Eiffel though. Everyone knows an Eiffel. Mm -hmm. I am Eiffel. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I keep saying I really want her to somehow like run into the runaways and get caught up in their schemes. Oh my god, and like see how that would work. And she would hold them back. She she would not. She would be like, this is the first. I'm like, we're sacrificing anybody. We can sacrifice Eiffel. No offense, but she she is. She this is survivor, and you're just you're off the island, babe. (laughs) Why wasn't that ever an idea? No one ever decided or thought of the great idea of let's sacrifice Eiffel. Well, she's probably too prominent. In the community. They're trying to get people who are kind of on the sidelines. <sighs> I mean, speaking of sidelines. Frank. Uh, okay. We Frank. forgot. Oh, you're Frank. mad at Frank. I, oh, I said that. I am now, I'm, now I'm upset. I was, I was okay been, with him yesterday. I was okay. Not I've same. been so angry with him. We got Destiny's brother. He has some tea ready to, like, spill. He wants Pride to be taken down because he knows that they were the ones who killed Destiny. But then Frank basically kills him in episode seven. And now he's trying to turn this all over because he still wants the church. He's mm-hmm. trying to get the church of the Gaborim, and he's now trying to frame Leslie. Leslie. So I'm like, "What the heck, man? Like, we're not done. We're not out of the woods yet. We're not." And it's really scary, especially because Francis and Aura. Can we talk about the fact that Leslie's dad slept with both of them in the bed? And it's like she's just mm. you know six or seven or eight, just. Who are you? Those are a little creepy, right? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. This yeah. is like that is some cult life and yeah. um, ishness. If anything, is very in that the family of what it like what it represents. And at the same time, just like your child is just walking around. You're in bed with two women, not the, not her mother apparently, because we still have not met Leslie's mom. We don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. We just know she was banished. Oh yeah, um, from the church for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And we don't know if banished actually means banished or killed. So you know, mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. also something that comes into play for me. No, I definitely thought she was killed. I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. Something but... shady happened, for sure. You know? See, this is another one of those moments when, like... <laughs> all, interesting, <laughs> all interesting theories, guys. You're all wrong. Mm. <laughs> Do you, do you guys ever kind of have like a like do the writers ever kind of take your like the cast's uh, opinions or like theories into consideration you think or is that kind of like I mean I think that they listen to our theories or if we have a question they'll always answer it because they know so much more about the comics and this mm-hmm. world than I mean Ryan knows a lot but the rest of us are trying to kind of keep up Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they'll answer any question, and there's always an answer. If you're like, I don't think this really makes sense, they're like, actually, this makes sense because of this, that, that, mm-hmm. and this is going to happen in episode 11 and then in 13, and you're like, great. <laughs> I'll see you on set. I'll do anything you want me to do. <laughs> and Janet, you know, she created the capsule thing that was shut down. The I mean, thing the, that he throws. At with the a few ship. alterations, obviously, that Victor made. I know. Wasn't that annoying? I was like, no, Victor, Janet did it. Just give her the credit. <laughs> I just had to make, you know, I had to tweak something because I'm Victor. But Yeah, he had to make sure that I knew that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she so made it. For, for you being ever and looking at Janet's situation, would you want to take Victor back? Probably what advice not. would you tell Janet, obviously? I mean, I think that Jan- me and Janet are, s- besides looking alike, are so different. <laughs> besides looking alike. <laughs> I mean, I would tell her to not take him back, but I think that Janet's MO, it's been established from episode one, is that she wants her family to be together. And so I think the idea mm-hmm. of getting Victor back and being a family again is really her her focal point. Because even when he was in his own like 1960s world, yeah, like there are moments where you're just like, Oh, I can see why you fell in love with this man. Right. Like, and that's what she gets to see too. And that's why I think the show is so smart because you get to see the beginning. And they did that in the first season also when you get to see how Janet and Victor met. I thought the seed was planted then and then mm-hmm. they just sort of elaborated this year. But no, Ever would probably not take her <laughs> husband back if he tried to shoot our children. <laughs> probably not. Oh my gosh, that just reminds me when he shot him in the first place. That was so amazing. I know, remember that? that? that was, first of all, that was epic. I don't know I don't know why the pirate was not on your side, but you were amazing. You were a queen for protecting your son. Trying to get me in the box, remember that? Everyone's yeah. trying to kill Janet. Mm. I was like, I, and I thought that was testament for Robert for his love that he still had for you to sacrifice himself instead. I was like, maybe, mm. So are their marriages safe now? Are they going to come back together? Yeah. Like, I really want to know that. Like, is Robert and Janice maybe still a thing? How are we feeling? Yeah. Did you kind of take in that consideration? Into Obviously you did, but we didn't see a whole lot of, like, Janet and Robert interaction yet. Just, like, yet. those small, like, small moments. Yeah. Like, right. of, like no, understanding yeah, of each other. No, yeah, we stuff. Or sometimes things happen in the scene, and then when you see the show, they aren't there. But, no, I feel like, I feel like it's put to bed. I feel like when she broke up with him, it was done. Because mm-hmm. they both weren't getting affection from their their no. their spouse. Yes. Yeah. So. And I feel like Tina seems really into Robert this season. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm here for my man, though. She's here for my like, man. Stay back, Shannon. Mm-hmm. I know. Totally. She was trying. <laughs> season one with the, with the panties. With, at, oh, that? The I was like, panty episode. I was like, get it, yes. Tina. No, seriously, that was just like, a, um, <laughs> like, and Mina missed it. She was like, how did I miss that? I was like, girl, I don't know what you were watching that scene, but that scene was just like, this is let's, we're gonna role play now. Now, here, here, I was in the bathroom. Now we're gonna, we're gonna do honey tonight. You know that was a heartbreaker. <laughs> it really was. I, I felt know. terrible for her. Sad Tina is really sad. 
I feel like we haven't really seen where Robert's heart is at. We just know he's very focused mm-hmm. on um, the kids. Don't ta- you think that his heart yeah. is really well, the with kids, his but kids. more so like taking over Jonah because he's so mad at all the trouble he's caused for them. Right. I think he's fed up and he's fed up of being pushed around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's at his boiling point, and I'm fearful for what's like. I hope it doesn't turn out negatively in his favor. <laughs> like I don't want him to like. I don't want him to kill like Tina or anything. You but know? Did, you like, love, <laughs> did you love when Nico f- flies through the air and? And kills Jonah, and oh. then you get that little Tina smile. Yes. She's like a little She's like, proud of her. That's I my know, baby. That's her baby, and that's her oh. staff of one. Yeah, and I just remembered when Nico was knocked out before she killed Jonah, the staff wasn't even working for yes. Tina anymore. Like it now has it's, officially it's moved Nico's over. Now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Actually, when I, when when that was said, I was kind of like, okay, I really need to feel like I need to know more about the staff of one now. Mm-hmm. Like, I really need a, a knowledgeable, more information. There's mm-hmm. some kind of darkness within that staff that obviously, I feel like, affected Tina, but now it's seemingly inf- affecting Nico, because it, like, woke her up, too. Remember when she was yeah. knocked out? Yeah, see, mm-hmm. I think you're on to something there. And then, did you did you guys have stun doubles when Jonah, like, threw we all, like, he did, like, Wasn't a... Wasn't mi- that amazing? Did you guys... That was crazy. Well, I told you, we shot that. It was probably, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or something. <laughs> so we all would go to our trailers and take naps while they were setting up or whatever. <laughs> and then someone texted, like, you have to come out here. This is amazing. And so we come out, and there's 10 adults dressed like us, and they literally just yanked them back on the pads. It looked so good. Oh, my But gosh. we'd already shot the part where we kind of land, and it's the mm-hmm. reaction on our faces, and we were like, oh, my God, we did not do enough. Like, <laughs> because we kind of just get up and brush ourselves off, but had we known that we were literally going to, like, catapult across the parking lot, we probably would have been more winded. Okay, just do that five more times. Yeah, can we just go back to yesterday at 3 o'clock in the morning and reshoot? No. <laughs> well, we got to talk about this mini mission that we that happened in episode eight. But before that, our girl Megan has to, you know, let the after buzzers know about a little something something. I know we would not be here and have this awesome opportunity to have you here if it weren't for you guys who love tuning in. We want to thank you all so much for making us the ESPN of eTalk of of AfterBuzz TV. I'm so sorry. <laughs> eTalk is a show I host at my school, so we're gonna backtrack. Um, Cross promote. Um, but yeah, it's great. The, no. the, the ESPN of TV talk, yeah. Um, and we don't just do Marvel Runaways. We do all of your favorite TV shows. You can check us out on YouTube. Also, give us a rating on iTunes. Give us five stars, and you may be entered to win a little something-something later. Shay mm-hmm. will tell you about it. Also, give us a comment. Hit us up in the live chat right now and let us know what your questions are forever, what you guys want to know from us. And just thank you so much for being here for us because After Buzz has meant so much to all of us. Oh, totally. Like, this is amazing. Like, I'm. A bit, it's so crazy to think about, like, I read the comics when I was little and now being able to be with the cast, you know. And, and how do you feel having read them since you were little? Are you, are you happy with the it, casting? Are you happy with the way totally. it's all sort of like, coming to life? Literally, I never thought that I would be able to see this, like, in live action form. Like, yeah. it's baffling and see other people that I watched growing up like James being able to be Victor Stein and just seeing this collaborative effort of so many people trying to just make this such a more than what it is you know more there's so much themes and symbolism so much diversity in this cast that was written like well over almost 20 years ago almost 20 years ago is it really yeah it's like 2003 2004 when it was first written by Brian K. Vaughn so it's just 
it means a lot to me, and I can tell why it's so popular because it means so much to other people. Shay's just trying not to cry next to me, you know, because she's just like, that means so much to me. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I, because for me, like when I when I used to see Angel and her things, she's always this bubbly, happy. Like yeah. she, she give you that like I'm sassy, but like she's like stone cold, and I always say it's about the journey. And what, like, uh, an actor's journey to how they got it. And she's, I could not picture anybody else playing Catherine Wilder. Mm-hmm. I could not picture anybody else in this cast being anybody else. I, if there was a change, I would just be like, are you crazy? I know, it's crazy. I have to give a shout out to Patrick Rush, who's our casting director, who literally, like, usually you do a pilot and, like, one or two people will get replaced because it doesn't work or they don't make sense. Whatever. Sometimes when you see it, people get replaced. Mm-hmm. And there were 16 series regulars and we shot the pilot and everybody still had a job on episode mm-hmm. one. It was wow. incredible. And it probably means so much for you because you made, like, a new, you have these new friends. You've made a new family through this show. And you, you guys never are so know, close. you never know what to expect. Like, sometimes you do a show and it's just a working environment and then you go home and this is an incredible working environment but I really do feel like mm-hmm. they're all my friends and family and I know that sounds hokey but like <laughs> I have got so many text threads on my phone of like the women mm-hmm. of the pride the whole pride the runaways the runaways mm-hmm. the pride I love yeah. that and like I agree with this comment in the chat Seb Russ says um with the show, it's weird actually sympathizing with some of the pride because the comics, they're not so sympathetic. And right. like me, like I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm almost team pride now because like they're all doing this for their own their own reasons. Yeah. So it's just cool that Brian K. Vaughn's vision back in the day is being so opened up and people can just sympathize with the villain for a change. You well, know? I think he laid such a great groundwork though too and everything was so thought out that then you can bring it to life and it's, mm-hmm. it's so specific. And there are no villains. Well, I don't know about this AWOL character. What about him? AWOL. <laughs> I don't know about okay. AWOL. AWOL got issues. First of all, what kind of name is AWOL? What about Flores? I don't trust him. Well, mm. I mean... Uh, you don't, I don't trust mean, Flores? No. See, I like Flores. He's like, <laughs> like Flores to me. Yeah, like I feel like he's just trying to do the right thing, but he made a wrong turn he at wants some a check. point. No. He just wants money. He <laughs> wants to retire. Mm. I mean, on one hand, okay, on the other hand, as we're like ending episode eight... They got Molly. I'm like, she's a 14 year old girl. Yes. Really, though, dude? Yeah. All y'all, it's, it's like it's like four or five of y'all for a 14 year old girl. I got problems today. I feel she like she just lift a to... truck over her head. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> I just cannot wait for that scene biology. I'm like, how she's gonna do it? How are you gonna like knock out all these men? Make sure a gun is not brought up and shot at you because I don't know if you're bulletproof yet. We don't. We haven't figured out that yet about life. I feel like that was a really calculated. Um, Decision based especially on the look on her face when yeah. she decided not to chase mm-hmm. them down the stairs. But I think it backfired when they all walked in. I thought she it's would so just backfired. make like a quick escape, like right. tear the door off, no big deal, throw it to the side, be done. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think also Molly at that moment doesn't, she knows that she's safe because her parents still want her. So I think she kind of made that sacrifice. Word of the day. What? Sacrifice. Drink if you're yeah. legal. For every, every time we say sacrifice. She kind of made that sacrifice because she knew nothing bad was going to happen to her. But like she just wanted to make sure everyone got away mm-hmm. for the benefit. She did the benefit of the runaways, kind of. And that is really true because even though Flores tech and AOL has her, Dale and Stacey will come running real quick. They got the tranquil, tranquil, tranquil. They got mind drugs. The mind wipe's scary. Mm-hmm. They, they can mind wipe anyone mm-hmm. at any time. So it'll be, I mean, it'll be actually nice to see the following episode just to see what's going to happen in that scene because either she's going to knock her way out or somehow Dale and Stacey's going to come. I just want to see who's going to save the day. She's going to save herself 
Or somebody else is going to come to the come to our rescue. I can't answer you, but I think it'll all be good. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to just the way it was filmed. Uh, the the mission when Alex was explaining, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like I love how he was explaining it, but they were also like enacting the plan at the same time. It felt so, like Mission Impossible. Exactly. <laughs> dun, 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 totally dun, dun, dun. runaway style Mission but we Impossible. But did, we didn't have to have a scene of him explaining it and then have them all infiltrating. But I just love, it was just, I love, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in episode eight. Well, I love them working together. Like, I love when you, when everybody is working together, it gets really mm-hmm. interesting, or when everybody's in a fight. Like, those to me are always the best scenes. Which happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> happens a lot. I love all the, like, the quarter, the quarters, like, giving the quarters for the meter, and he's like, we've been preparing all allies for this <laughs> like you know we're Brentwood kids like this is like how we live like we're great like and Jason living... Gary just had an argument like that's like the best way seriously to get somebody away from you when you're having an argument you're making the whole situation uncomfortable and the help is just like <laughs> yeah. I'll catch you guys later bye do we yeah. know where she's applying uh, Smith. No, Smith. I'm yeah. just gonna say, oh, okay. I bet it's no. I, I know a few people who go to Smith, and I think she's the perfect fit for that yeah. school. I think that was her. so well chosen. Okay. Year. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, but Gert needs to get something for old lace. Maybe like a service dinosaur tag, <laughs> a collar, or something Absolutely. like. She, she can't. Like, leave. She would seriously have to do like an offsite campus apartment. <laughs> Maybe take some online classes. You know. <laughs> We can't forget about her old lace. We got we forgot about her a little bit because she was only in like episode eight for a little bit. But mm. I just love old lace. Just so playing much. like uh, t- like not even she tag was, like fetch ish in a way. Old lace was mad. She knew that Gert was trying to go to college. She's she like, would do well at Smith. I feel like old lace would love college. <laughs> She'd be a great. Uh, uh, I don't know. Great student, maybe you know. A great mascot. <laughs> a great <laughs> mascot. I think she would be an awesome mascot. She, she would. She would fear in everybody three right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to take this time to ask ever more questions, more throbbing questions. Time to put her in the hot seat. I mean, oh, she's geez. been there. So y'all got more questions forever. If you're tuning in live in the chat, let us know. We will gladly ask her. This is the time to do it, y'all. <laughs> said, Hi, I'm Gert. This is my dinosaur. Best freshman experience. That's oh. actually really awesome. Oh. I would be like, you have a dinosaur? I would actually have to see that. I would be so intrigued if somebody actually came up to say, said that to me. I would want to know more now. Of their dinosaur. I know, yes. but dinosaurs are scary, too. Like, old lace is mm. giant. Yeah. The real old lace. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the challenges uh, that were different this particular season rather than last season for Janet? Um, I mean, honestly, I had a lot of sort of mathematical dialogue. <laughs> so, <laughs> not like talking about wave theory and whatever. Like, it's so not intuitive <laughs> to who I am or what's particularly interesting to me but it was really fun to kind of get in I just looked at it as her trying to kind of control the situation and that was my way in and then if you just learn all the lines and stick to it, <laughs> it's fine and then doing all this stuff in the garage you know none of that is there mm-hmm. none of the let none of the planets yeah. none of that mm-hmm. and so you're just sort of relying on the VFX guy who comes in and he's like, so you're going to spin a planet and then this is going to come out and it's going to be about there. It's going to look really cool. Okay. You did amazing, by the yeah. way. It was yeah. amazing. Well, once I saw it all, I was like, oh, thank God. I totally buy that. And then my husband was even like, was all that stuff in the room? And I proudly said no. No, no it, it was really beautiful. Yeah, it was really Wasn't it beautiful? beautiful? Yeah. Isn't the abstract beautiful? It was moving. And the ship, too. I thought the ship was beautiful. 
I loved mm-hmm. your going through Jonah's passwords and the equations. Right. And you're just like, okay, so it's not it's not that theory, it's a gravitational theory. I was like, I didn't even know you could actually have that many symbols for a theory. I know. It's not it's you like I said, it's not intuitive yes. for like my brain to Why understand. not mine either? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like but that's really cool. Yeah. Because we were saying this throughout the entire season. Sometimes we forget just how smart Janet truly is. Yes. Like, you, you forgot that she went to school. She met him in grad school. Yep. She's but I brilliant. like that she also, they gave her kind of, and I tried to help this, like a slow burn. She doesn't have Victor in the tube and come out of the box and show everything. She's trying to kind of manipulate the situation mm-hmm. with Jonah to get what she wants. And I love that. And it was very, mm-hmm. it was very well played. And she's very in control. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I love. Yeah. I love with seeing how she's kind of the brains of the operation now, I'd really like to see her working with the runaways. Oh, Rather that's than Jeffrey, what? Well, how do you think you'd help them? What advice would you give them as a well, mom? I would clean the place up, <laughs> <laughs> make some food. Um, I don't know what advice I'd give them. I mean, I think that all the parents really just want their kids to come home, and so I think that would be her mission. Mm-hmm. But oh, I can't. See, never mind. <laughs> I'm thinking about future episodes, and I just mm. caught myself. Well, even like even though Chase is mad at you right now, ish, we'll if you, be okay. If you could give think... him advice about Gert right now, what would you say? And as a mom yourself, I mean, I think that Chase needs to just listen to Gert and apologize her to her and support her decision to go to Smith. Mm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. He was so mad at her, and he's so mad about the whole hospital thing. I'm like, I was like, your mom's like the sweetest person ever. Just say hi, bye. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was not that deep. Like, it really wasn't. You saved him from being a corpse, so I feel like there should be at least a little appreciation for you. I guess so. I, but it's complicated being a teenager. I don't know. Everything's different every day of the week. Right? Well, <laughs> Especially on this show. This is, yeah, totally. <laughs> this is kind of a broad question. Um, no spoilers. But where do you... Okay, where no would spoilers. you? Where would you want... The fu- where do you want the future Janet to go? Like, maybe if we get a season three, which we totally will, what do you want to kind of experiment with Janet in moving forward? I would love to see her and Victor really working together. Do you okay. know what I mean? Because I feel like you've seen in the first season where they're not working together at all, and then in the second season, her sort of coming into her mm. own. So I'd like to see that power. Yeah, it's just a, we yeah, kind of tease that like in this I'll, season a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so but far. I think it could turn up. I could turn yeah, it up a little bit. Totally. Yeah. Y'all back together. Reunited. <laughs> yeah. It feels so good. It feels so good. And I'd love to see also like just selfishly because I like I would love to see like a Pride Ladies night out. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, <laughs> That'd be so fun. Awesome. Wouldn't that be so fun? I love the small like, moments of, co- of comedic relief in the show. <laughs> I know. They come just when you need them though too, mm. don't they? Dale and Stacey always make me laugh. Seb Breast in the chat says, do you get all season overview beforehand or do you get each episode scripts as you film it and learn as you go? We get each episode as we film it and we learn as we go. Okay. Well, that's that works out good for you. That works out. Can't talk right now, y'all. That works out (laughs) amazingly for the actors because you're going on the journey just as the characters are as well. Yeah, then there's no fear that you're going to tip your hat about what's going to happen. And also Mm -hmm. with Marvel, they're so secretive it's helpful Mm -hmm. to keep your mouth shut if you don't know what's going to happen so we get each script and then we all sit down together as a cast with whoever the visiting director is and our producers and our writers and a few other people and we read it just Mm -hmm. like 
just read the script aloud. Oh my which god, is that must be a blast. It's fun, <laughs> especially this season because the Runaways of Pride did so much stuff apart that it was a really great way to hear what the. I mean, we we read the scripts, but to see what the kids are doing without mm-hmm. us. Definitely. Well, this segues into our next segment, our comic book corner, <laughs> where we grab something from the comics and dissect it <laughs> because. Obviously, in the comics, you know, we can't keep everything the same. That won't be that fun. But in episode seven, I'm a big comic nerd, as you know. I got super excited because Jonah said a name from the comics, Zavin. So that totally me, I geeked out for a second. It was, I think Zavin was said like maybe twice. And I think Janet might have said, who's Zavin? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) But Zavin was a character from the comics. Zavin was actually a scroll who came down after Pride was defeated and revealed to the runaways that he's in an arranged marriage with Carolina. So Carolina was like, oh, we just saved the, saved the world. We killed the, the pride or defeated the pride, whatever. And Zavin came to Carolina as a male. But since Carolina is gay, she told Zavin, you know, I, I can't marry you. I'm not attracted to you. And then Zavin shapeshifted because Zavin's a like, scroll into a female. Yes, so, Can you, I, like, could that be me, though? I just love it, <laughs> That though. looks like you, Shay. Come through. Look at that. Zavin's great looking. I know. Zavin. Mm. And it's so it's exciting. I really hope we do get more Zavin. I hope Zavin's implemented into the Runaways because it's such an important character. But it's an important arc, too, because Carolina actually did accept the invitation to be wed off. Um, to save their both of their species' worlds, basically. Mm. And so they did return eventually, the two. But, um, yeah, this was a very interesting arc that I hope is, you know, translated to live-action form. What do you guys think? Are we going to see Zavin? Are we... I would love to see Zavin after seeing this. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, why? I'm like, she looks amazing, and whoever plays her is going to rock that role. Mm-hmm. There's so, so much we can play with because Zavin is a shapeshifter, and I think mm-hmm. it's very telling of the times how people, you know, you think being a shapeshifter, being Mystique would be really cool, but it's like, no, people are going to treat you differently for, yeah. for the way you look, and mm-hmm. it's so superficial um, as I take a selfie. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, also genders played into it as yeah. well, you know, mm-hmm. and Zavin in the comics suffered with uh, identity issues because the way people treated Zavin differently through Zavin's appearance so mm-hmm. i'm really excited for that megan what do you think what are your thoughts i think we definitely need some sort of character to learn more about where carolina comes from mm-hmm. because i feel like that's really up in the air maybe it has something to do with like the planets that you saw and mm-hmm. we're holding i don't know, I don't know. Yes. but it also kind of like breaks my heart because it just made me think back to she almost met her brother when they yeah. went down into the oh, hole that's right and there were, like, real, like, hum- not humans, but beings in there. Mm-hmm. And you could hear their cries coming out when they were attacking the yeah. ship. Yeah. And then it's also, this will bring out a love triangle between Nico, Carolina, yes. and Zavin. So it's, like, the drama of it all. Mm. But, yeah, let us know what you guys think about Zavin. Is Zavin coming? Your theories? Because, you know, this is going to be a very juicy if Zavin is coming to the runaways. Mm. Um, but before we go on... Thank to you pre- for not asking me. If <laughs> <laughs> Just spill it, Emma. Just Gosh, tell darn us it. what happened. Tell us everything you know. Not really, though, because mm-hmm. I actually, I don't want to be, I want to be surprised, so. <laughs> so I can have my rant if I need to. <laughs> well, this is a perfect opportunity for Shay to talk because she's going to give us some tea on the giveaway that we're doing this season. 
So yeah, guys, we're doing a giveaway. We're gonna give away this. This is a grand prize mint condition comic book, The Good Die Young. Also, though, if you guys are fans of Pop Funkos, we you know we had Allegra here yesterday, so we had her sign her Molly Pop Funko. We will also be giving that away. So how do you win these awesome, awesome prizes? I mean, it's super easy. So if you're watching us right now on YouTube, give us a five star, leave us a five star comment. Leave us, a, leave us a comment with five stars on it. There it is. I can talk. Um, and just, you know, tell us how much you love the show, what you love about, you know, the show as well. We love hearing your thoughts and your theories because sometimes they're better than mine. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating. Also, you have to leave a review with your username. That's how we can know how to contact you at the end of the season to give out the prizes. Only U.S. shipping only, though. But we will be shipping them with our own minis. Aww. Yes. So. And Ever did sign it. She signed I did it in turquoise. Her favorite color. <laughs> My favorite mm-hmm. color. So it's so easy and so it's just just do it. Like that's just an amazing do it. prize. It takes two seconds. Look what you get. I Come had to on. look at it. I might yeah. give you guys five stars. That was seriously like the awesomest thing ever. Like guess who won it, guys? Ever Kennedy. She won. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, this is perfect time to get to our predictions Ooh. for the week. Oh, Here we go. And now. You're after dun, dun, dun. TV. Oh no. This music's Jonah? very fitting for the right? I know, I feel like the oh. ship is landing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's going to happen, y'all, moving forward? Because this episode ended obviously with Molly being captured. And is Pride really done for good? What do you think? Um, because Frank Trippin, no, Pride's not done. I think, unfortunately, let's. Word of the day, sacrifice Frank. <laughs> We, it's time to sacrifice him. He has outlived his useful usefulness. I am so sorry. Um, I'm done with you. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Molly's gonna either get out or saved, either by the runaways or her parents. I don't know who I'm rooting for more, actually, for that entire scene. Um, I'm more worried right now about Carolina and what she's gonna do. Because, you know, Jonah left her a message and it's like the plan of what he wanted to happen. So either she's gonna live up to it and another betrayal of her friends... Or she's going to tell them what he had to say. Because obviously it's not over. Because his dying words were, now we're going to have to take it all. And I don't know if that means Earth oh, or yeah. not. So that is terrifying for my life. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the pride certainly made someone angry up there. Not quite sure who's up there. But as for Jonah, I don't think he's gone for good. Because I think the way he died was really weird. And you yeah. saw kind of the light leave his body. But as a whole, it didn't like scatter like it did when the spaceship sort of blew up, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe he's somewhere up there and he's plotting something. I don't know. Oh my god. Ever, what do you do think? Do you want me to tell you what I think is going to happen? <laughs> or no. what do you want to happen? Like, I really can't say anything because I know what happens. But I think that... Uh, as fan, I think nobody will be disappointed. Like, I think that they do a really good job of telling this story in oh a way that gosh. makes people feel all the feels well we're already like we're just like geeking out week after week whenever we get to talk about this show and it's so fun so guys keep the discussion going with us you know tweet us dm us comment below we get five star ratings five star ratings ratings. yes yes absolutely (laughs) dang it we had a wrap up unfortunately well where can we find our amazing panel on social media Hey guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and at 8 tonight with Megan on Good Trouble. And starting Sundays, I am doing Black Mondays at 9 p.m. Nice. 
yeah. Megan. And y'all can find me at Megan Lynn TV. Let me know your theories. Let us know who you want us to have on the show next. Love to hear it. And ever, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at official ever Carradine and on Twitter at ever Carradine. And that's all I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the important ones. Those are the good ones, right? More Instagram than Twitter, but I'm trying. Well, we just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. You were such a joy. We love you. Thank you for having me. You guys are fun. You guys are. You guys, you and everyone in the cast, the crew, directors, are killing it with this show. We love it absolutely. So we just, we're waiting for that season three announcement. Season three, four, five. I mean, mean, come on, let's take projects. I mean, let's take the runaways to college. It's going to happen, you know? <laughs> It's going to happen. And I'm, I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And check me out on Sundays for our anime after show and also the RuPaul's Drag Race after show on Sundays. I said that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Until then, we love you guys. Peace out, runaways. Bye, Bye. guys. You never Bye. know who's coming next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.